0: Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension Diaries, Part 14. Our topics for this episode include co creating new earth relationships, spiritual autonomy, and the wounded divine masculine. Hello, my dear soul family. Thank you so much for joining me for this Ascension Diaries episode. If you are new to the channel or podcast, My Ascension Diaries is a series where I get to share with you just some of the thoughts that have been running through my mind and some of my personal experiences with Ascension and navigating all of these times of shifting vibrations. Today I'm really excited to head into the topic, but before I do, I want to drop in with a few time-sensitive announcements. As always, there are lots of events going on with JJ. I love to co-create with you in any way, shape, or form, not just here at the podcast, but also through the gatherings I do over Zoom. This month, which is August 2002, when I'm publishing this episode, I have some really exciting things coming up. First of all, it is almost Lionsgate Portal, which is 88. and if you've ever heard me talk about this before... I'm not usually a person that's super involved or obsessed over numbers. And I know some of you out there are like every time it's a 4-4 four, four, or a 5-5 five, five, or a 6-6. Six, six, we have to get all in an uproar about it. But let me just tell you, it's all about our intention. If we can take a day and combine our collective power to receive more upgrades to help us ascend, then I'm going to do it. So that's why I care about 8 8 It is a super potent and powerful date, number-wise, and for our intention. Literally, we are co-creating this because of everything that's floating around on social media, everybody taking advantage of this, to help us propel us to a new phase and a new stage. And I do feel that's what this energy is for. I have a couple of really awesome transmissions coming out on the podcast, but I'm also offering individual one-on-one activations during the 8-8 portal. There are only a few of those left. You can check the link below to see if there are any left when you click on it. But I have opened up some special recordings. Now I do have channeled recordings that I offer uh, on my website. You can look for those. Instead of doing a one-on-one, you can actually order a channeled message directly from me, which I record and send to you. But I have opened up, as well, Lionsgate portal activations. These are completely different. You are not going to be asking me, what's my starseed origin? You're just ordering the Lionsgate portal activation, and I will provide you with a light language activation just for you. So if you can't get on my schedule for the one-on-one, I still want to provide those for you. So I've opened up that opportunity, and the link is below just for that. The other exciting thing that I have happening during August, and I honestly believe there's a reason that it's coming on the heels of the Lionsgate portal, I've decided to delve even deeper into my connections with the Galactic Federation. If you've ever heard me talk about them before, I actually have some kind of parallel life with the Galactic Federation, I know and sense that. I work very closely with the Arcturians, and they are usually my contacts there, but what happened was a couple of weeks ago during a podcast episode where I was actually mentioning something that had happened on one of our Galactic Federation gatherings. Spirit dropped in and said why don't you go deeper? Why don't we connect even more? And so what I decided to do was create a three-part series. I have a limited number of seats in the live transmission. It will be all channeled information. We will be connecting with our guides and higher selves and in particular, our colleagues that are part of the Galactic Federation. So interestingly enough, this is absolutely a co-creation because depending on who shows up at this seminar series, that will determine who we connect with and who I bring through. I will also be doing some kind of a Q&A each time. These are one hour and 15 minutes long, and they occur August 14th, August 24th, and August 28th. It is a series You are allowed to not attend, but I would prefer that you attend all three. And I think there's a reason because I've felt that there's like a gridding that we're going to do as we create these. In fact, Spirit even dropped in, and if you've heard me mention this before, with specific topics. And you can find out more about what those topics are and how I've decided to structure the series just by clicking on the link below. I would love to have you join us again. If you feel called to work with the galactic federation, this is going to be more than just a regular gathering. Now, if you want just my regular gathering, I'm still doing that on the 13th. I actually feel like that's going to prime us and prep us for the series. So that is on the 13th. The link to sign up for that is below. The following day on the 14th in the evening, I still have my fairies and elementals gathering. So if you're connected to dragons, fairies, mermaids, unicorns, you name it, anything elemental, you can join us that evening. Those are the gatherings I'm having for the month of August. I've actually reduced the amount I'm doing in August. I'm taking a little break, you could say. But I would absolutely be thrilled to have you co-create with me and all of my friends, all of my soul family in any of those gatherings. Now, if you think in your mind, oh man, I can't make those dates, I can't do it, I am now offering playbacks of all the gatherings and the link for that is below too. The last announcement I have is related to a couple events I have coming up in September and October, so we're kind of preparing in advance for those. I will be in Los Angeles in September and there is already a gathering in the making. I will either have the sign up or the waitlist link down below, I'm not sure which one I'll have ready for this particular episode. but I would love to have you join me in person. In LA, there are a couple of different options. I'd love to connect with you in person there in California. And then in October, I'm headed to New York City. And I'll be just outside the city. If you are in that area, you can also check the link below to either get on my waitlist or sign up for that. Those are going to be some incredible times that I get to spend with you. Okay, let's go ahead and move into our Ascension Diaries topic for today. I've actually spoken about this before, but I feel like it could use a little more in-depth commentary. And so I'm shifting gears from some of the internal personal Ascension stuff into relationships, navigating relationships throughout all of these shifting vibrations. As many of you know, it's been kind of a rough time for relationships. At least I've felt that. I think that all of us are going through so much personally that it's absolutely a little bit tough to stay consistent in a relationship and so it requires a lot of flexibility. And I'm going to drop in with that concept first. If you are in a relationship and you're heading through rocky roads, rough waters, however you want to put it, One of the things that I think would help you personally and what's helped me is to be flexible, to hold space for your partner, to grow and expand at their own rate. This may or may not work for you. You may or may not feel drawn to actually leave relationships. And all of that is flexibility, too, because we can be rigid in a relationship that is not allowing us to grow and flourish and then refuse to leave it because of fear and then of course our progression you could say or our experience would be a little bit limited. Now there's so many different ways and so many different timelines that you can go and I just want to drop in with that as well. You have options. I know a lot of you feel trapped and when it comes to talking about things like manifesting your reality it can actually be a little bit triggering for some of us in the spiritual community because it sometimes feels like it doesn't come as easily as we want it to i want you to sit with that for a moment i feel like there's a lot of introspection that can come out of those fears and that trigger it has to do with our trust in ourselves. it has to do with our trust in the universe And I really do feel like it has to do with healing the mother and father wound. Those are two things that are predominantly coming out for me, not only personally, but in sessions with people. I feel that as we shift into more new earth relationships, that's what I'm going to call them, relationships that are deprogrammed from what they have been in the past and integrating the new earth ascension energies, those kinds of relationships are absolutely founded in sovereignty and independence, which sounds a little bit counterintuitive. But what I've really been feeling lately, again, personally with my own relationship, I do have a long-term partner, and also with other people, is that we need to stand on our own two feet before we can fully come into co-creating a relationship that is in alignment with the vibration of the new earth. There's something about exercising our autonomy that is crucial to this stage. Now, a lot of us have heard in you know the 3D world themes thrown around and wording thrown around with the idea of codependency, and I really do feel that that's kind of the idea. One of the things that I've worked with people on a lot is unhealthy cords, and a simple way to deal with them is to tap into spirit and go through all of your chakras. And you could just go through with the intention of bringing into alignment your cords or your connections with your partner, if you want to start out that way. Because you have cords and connections with a lot of different people, right? You have them with family members and maybe even coworkers and all of the people that you've dealt with throughout your life. You could potentially have residual cords from past relationships, romantic relationships but as you move through your chakras and clear out and do your inner work you're going to create space and you're going to engender and foster the ability to release old programs and old cords that are no longer serving you I know many of you have done contract work as well that's related to this it's all part of it But when it comes to the cords that you specifically have with your partner that you're currently in a relationship with, running through each of the chakras of your body, intuitively tapping in and finding out what kind of cord you have in that area. In working with people and in my own relationship, I've discovered that your relationship will have certain cords or certain connections between chakras that are kind of your prime connection. In other words, for some relationships, you might feel that your throat chakra to their throat chakra is going to be your strongest channel between you. And whatever that means, like it basically could mean that you're talking to each other is your strongest thing, but then your sacral chakra might not be there. And so checking in with that chakra, seeing if there's an imbalance or a weakness with your cord or connection with your partner. The second thing that I wanna talk about related to relationships has to do with the other topic at hand, which is spiritual autonomy. And it all kind of comes into the fact that we are standing on our own two feet, just like I said previously. What I've found over time is that a lot of the programming that we've received over our lives through TV, through movies, through how we've seen relationships played out before us through how our parents modeled relationships. Many of those are not founded in spiritual autonomy because we weren't empowered. We weren't empowered by the social structures around us and so we just leaned on different crutches. And if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling chained to something, I want you to consider the fact that it might not be feeling stuck or chained to your partner. It might just be old programming. So I feel drawn to have you do a little experiment where you sort of detach your partner from the programs that are predominant in your relationship as you explore these ups and downs. Are you struggling with your partner or are you struggling with old programs? It's definitely something to think about. What I've found is that, and you guys know this is actually true because many of us have experienced it. Our partner is really a mirror or a reflection of some of those programs which we hold on to. And if you have a desire to stick with your partner for the long term, then both of you need to be on the same page with depersonalizing some of the ickiness that's coming up in your relationship and acknowledging and identifying that it's not necessarily something inherent in them, but it's actually just conditioning that we have whether it be religious programming or societal programming or programming we get from the loads of media that we watch every day that's another thing I want to drop in and mention is if you are going through rough spots in your relationship I encourage you to be very very intentional with what you are ingesting from social media from tv shows to movies to social media accounts All of those things are going to co-create your relationship with you. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, you're allowing those programs to now assist you. And so that's just another thing I want to drop in and encourage you to think about. Now the last thing that I feel drawn to share related to all of this has to do with the divine feminine and the divine masculine. In particular with men, people who are in a male body who are going through this world there is a lot thrown out there regarding all of this topic but I dropped into something actually a friend shared with me this amazing post and I feel drawn to share it today one of the reasons why and I think I've shared this before but I happen to be uh, the mother of a lot of boys and so that being how my life has been played out It's very difficult for me to look over the ways that men are neglected the ways that masculinity is neglected in our society, the ways that the programming is really not fostering who they truly are deep inside and what the role of the divine masculine is. So this post is from a a social media account I'll share below, Zella Sage, and here's what she says. Men are the most wounded creatures on the planet. If you want to see real injury, peek inside the heart of a man. He endured massive amounts of abuse at the hands of humanity. He was forced to deny his true nature, hide his feelings and suppress his deepest desires. His emotional pain runs deeper than the ocean. Scars cover every inch of his tortured soul. If you look beyond his imperfections and examine his wounds, you will drop to your knees, begging God to heal his hurt and release him from his suffering. Behind a man's tough exterior lies a wounded warrior with a heart of gold and the desire to be someone's hero. Emotional suppression breaks the heart, strangles the soul, and stiffens the body. Unexpressed emotion becomes stagnant energy within the body and blocks the flow of love from entering the heart. Men were trained to betray their soul. He was told to hide his feelings and shut down his heart. He was bullied on the playground for showing his soft side. He took some punches and pretended they didn't hurt. Then he got rejected by a girl he liked, so he armored up to play tough guy and was shamed for being too masculine. He couldn't do anything right. He was either too weak or too strong, depending on who you ask. So he went to war with his own soul, only to cause further damage. He's got some battle wounds he needs to heal, so he can rise into the spiritual warrior God intended him to be. And that's the end of the post. I just want to allow you to let that sink in for a moment, and you may want to go back and re-listen. I'll also share a link to the post. In the description of this podcast episode. I shared with my friend who actually sent me that post something very fascinating about me personally and when I was in my younger years I was quite the feminist. I was very much considered to be a man hater and fast forward to now I am the mother to boys and so I get emotional about this because I shared with my friend the reason that all that post resonates with me is because I can't hate something that came from my womb. I know that a lot of what this person expressed regarding men is absolutely true. And those of you who are listening, I know from the stats of my social media channels that you're predominantly women. And I don't think men are going to have this in their awareness unless we are bringing it to their attention. And so the more that we can do to bring it to them, the quicker this planet will heal. It's going to start with the divine feminine, but it has to do with the divine feminine bringing awareness to the divine masculine of who they truly are. My friends, thank you so much again for co-creating this particular episode with me. I know I'm leaving you with a lot to think about and a lot to consider, but I am holding space for you. I am. As always, I am sending you so much love. I am you, and you are me, and we are we. Until next time.